Welcome to Beyond Overeating by Wholesome Lifestyle Project, the overeating podcast, where I'll be showing up weekly to share with you what I've learned during my binge eating recovery, helpful tools such as yoga, mindfulness, and energy medicine. My name is Stell, and my purpose is to inform and ed- educate so that you can fast track your recovery in healing your relationship with food and finally trust yourself around the peanut butter jar. Join me as I share top tips, my struggles and triumphs to help inspire or just entertain. Remember, there's nothing wrong with you if you can't stop overeating. That's why I'm here to guide you along the way. And welcome back to another episode of the Beyond Overeating podcast, the podcast where we talk about healing your relationship with food with your host, Stel Heath. And today I have an amazing guest, actually my very first guest, Anne McEwen, and she will be joining us today to talk about NLP and how you can master your mindset using neuro-linguistic programming. So Anne is a highly regarded coach and she's the founder of 2empower.co. She has developed a simple process for success that empowers women to reignite the spark in their life by shining the psychological barriers that hold them back so they can enjoy each new day. Anne's main driver is to be a good role model for her two daughters, Maris and Megan, who the two M's in M2, or two Empower stands for. That's amazing. And uh, I just wanted to say welcome, Anne, and super excited to have you here today. Oh, thank you. Uh, it's a privilege to be your first speaker. I'm excited about that and excited about seeing where your podcast goes. I love the work that you do, so I'm very happy to be here. Oh, thank you so much. So did you want to tell us a little bit about your background, how you got into coaching and how, how you got into this line of work in the first place? Yeah, sure. I've actually been in coaching most of my career. So I started in corporate and I was a sales coach uh, working with sales teams and just helping them to achieve their targets. And what I noticed when I did that was it was the same people that were successful all the time. And I started to wonder what that was, what made them different to the ones that struggled. And a lot of it came down to their mindset and following a, a process. And so that sent me down the path of learning about the mind and our habits and our behaviours and and what makes us successful in life and business. So in the 1990s, I actually learned um, NLP um, and I use that now in my own business. Um, But I when I left um, corporate, I didn't work for a number of years. I got married and had family. And then I went and worked in a school um, as a coach, helping teenagers who were very bright and smart and capable, but they weren't doing well at school because they didn't have direction and they didn't have anyone telling them they were capable and they didn't have any tools to help them focus. Um, And that worked in beautifully with my lifestyle at the time, having a young family, because I only worked school hours and I was off for school holidays and things. Then we moved to Australia and I didn't work for the first few years because I was um, getting the kids into school. I did some voluntary work, buying a house, buying a dog, doing a house, all the things that you you do as a a mum when you've got a young family. And then I hit 50 five years ago 
well, nearly six. And I began to wonder what I do with my life now. And I felt too young to retire. I still had things to offer. The family didn't seem to need me so much. And so I went to see a coach and said, how can I move on? What can I do for the next 20 years? Because I see myself still being fit and able and with technology, we can work from anywhere. And she said to me, get all your material together from when you worked in corporate and when you worked with those kids in education and as a mum and all your NLP stuff and start your own business. And at the point I was horrified because I knew nothing about tax. I knew nothing about employing people. I knew nothing about running a business. And she said, just start really small, have one or two ladies come to your house, coach them through their difficulties, get feedback and let it grow from there. And so that's what I did. Um, and this is my fifth year now. And it's, yeah, it's really grown exponentially, actually. It's been wonderful. Yes, beautiful. And, you know, I, I always say that everyone needs a coach, you know, somewhere um, in your life, you are going to need someone to just coach you through something, whether it's just that accountability, that support, or taking you through a step-by-step -step process of getting to where you need to be. And um, coaching is one of the um, tools that I use to help my clients get get um, and heal their relationship with food. So I know the value. And um, I love that you're, you were able to add in what you've learned from your career, from the tools you've learned and added that in. That is really, really special. Yeah. So um, thank you for sharing that. And um, the reason why Anne is here today on the show is because, you know, mental health and um, the, the, the way we speak to ourselves is a big part of how we can get ourselves into um, bad patterns um, uh, of behavior, whether it's eating, whether it's, um, you know, social media scrolling, Netflix bin binges, or, you know, any forms. And um, she's going to share with us a really cool tool today called NLP. Um, so, Anne, did you want to just share with us what is NLP and why do you use it? Yeah, sure. So it stands for Neural Linguistic Programming. The neural is our thinking. The linguistic is the language. It's the words that we use, as you said, whether self-talk or in communicating with others. And then our, the programming is our behavior that comes as a result of that thought and that language. And so when we're able to have a, awareness, first of all, around our behavior, we can trace it back to well, what was I saying to myself at the time when I behaved like that? And where did that sentence come from? What was the thought that preceded that? And where did that thought come from? Because we find a lot in life that we are driven by our emotional, unconscious mind and unconscious behavior. Um, you know, like you'll go to the fridge and you'll have eaten something before you've realized it's even in your mouth or you've swallowed it and thought it didn't even mm. taste that or enjoy it. Um, and so when we're able to take that step back and, and use the body to shift the mind, as well as using the mind to shift the body, the two are very uh, intrinsically connected. And that's why I think that what you do and what I do match so beautifully together. 
Yes, absolutely. And you know, that um, subconscious way of doing things um, can get so overbearing. And that's why a lot of my clients and I talk a lot about being, especially in the food behavior side, um, where, you know, I felt it and my clients feel like they almost like their brain switches off or they possessed by someone else. And that's just um, those subconscious habits that we've developed. Um, so I'd love to know um, how NLP can help people reprogram some of those behaviors. Yeah. So understanding that you've got these pathways in the brain that have been created over years and years and years of the same behavior. An example that I'd like to share is imagine that you walk to work along the same grass path every day. And so eventually that grass gets worn down and worn down and worn down. And then one day you say, I actually don't want to go on that path anymore. I want to head in another direction. I want to set up new habits and do something different. But on the new path, the grass is really high and you say, right, well, I'm going to get my scythe out and I'm going to get my determination, enthusiasm, and I'm going to cut down that grass and I'm going to go on this new path. And you do that for a day or two. And then the mind says, oh, this is exhausting. <laughs> I don't know what's at the other side of this path anyway, because you can't see it because you haven't got the vision. Um, there's nobody helping me. Why should I bother? And the unconscious is saying, come on back to that old path. At least you know where you're at with that and you're comfortable and it's less stress. And, and so we do, and it's that whole saying of two steps forward, one step back. So we go back to the old habit and then we get cross with ourselves and then the negative language starts and we start beating ourselves up. Um, so the first thing, uh, one is, is a recognition, it's awareness when we can shift to the conscious mind, then we can look, we can be at the fridge door and go, oh my goodness, look at me, I'm going to open the fridge and eat that bar of chocolate without thinking. So being able to stop the unconscious from racing away and bring our conscious mind to the fore where we can make decisions, logical decisions, because everything from the unconscious mind is emotional and we want to get away from the emotional whatever decisions you're making in in your relationships and your business uh with with your kids with your eating anything when we make a decision from the conscious mind then it's it's much more logical black or white left or right up or down make a decision and move on when it's from the unconscious mind, it's very emotional. So one little technique that I share with clients to bring us out of the unconscious and into the conscious is to draw our attention to the body. And now <laughs> this probably sounds like a bit of a, a drastic measure, but you know when someone's really upset and angry and they're shouting and screaming and we say, oh, they've lost it. Look at them, they've lost it. They're completely being controlled by the unconscious mind. And someone might slap them on the face and then they suddenly go, oh my goodness, what, what, did, what did you do that for? And what did you, but what that person's doing is snapping them out of that unconscious bad path that they're rolling down. And the, 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 the slap which bring, is from the body, which can be quite painful, and even if it's not sore, it's just the fact that somebody's drawn your attention to your face and away from the mind. Yeah, it's a shock almost. <laughs> it's a shock. And you can then turn, what did you do that? But it stops the unconscious. It jump, you jump straight into the conscious mind because it's like, wait a minute, what just happened there? Yeah. And I'm and I'm going to stand up for myself and think, 
And then the thinking changes because now all your focus is on what the heck did that other person just do rather than all your own worries and fears. Now, slapping yourself across the face is a bit severe. So <laughs> what I recommend in, um, instead is that I carry a little, a little hairband on my wrist all the time, every day. And it just looks like I've taken it out of my hair and I would normally wear my hair back. So nobody ever questions me as to what it is. But when I start to feel that I'm going down that path and we know we're doing it, like we know when we're self-indulging, then I say, stop it because the language needs to be stop talking to yourself like that, stop that negativity. But then I ping this on my wrist and that's actually quite sore because it's quite sensitive there on the inside of your wrist. <laughs> um, and I say, stop it. And then I say, right. And I imagine those two paths right now you're on that old trodden path and you know it leads you nowhere so now you're going to and I physically turn my body and I say right we're going down this path what do you need to get there you need to see where you're going you need the tools to help you get there you need support our team around you you and then I'll write a list of what I need or pros and cons of if I go back that way and I go this way and when I say that I literally do it in like three seconds it's like, I know I need to do this, this, and this. It's not a big lengthy time thing. And I say, right, first, what do I need to do? Yeah. <laughs> and, I'll, and I'll physically go and do that thing. So another way is that when I'm in that state of cutting down the new path and it all seems too hard, I say to myself, become a robot. Because a robot doesn't think and it doesn't get emotional. It only does what it's programmed to do and if we could program our brain to um yeah, I was just thinking of that um just keep swimming just keep you know like um just keep cutting just keep walking just keep whatever it is that you're paddling cycling whatever it is you're trying to do um and you don't give the unconscious mind a look in so you say nah stop it I'm not listening to you we're going to just keep walking down we're going to keep cutting that grass I've got my vision. I've got my team behind me. I know my supporters are there for me. And the thing is, it's literally a split second that we make a decision between going right or left, saying yes or saying no, going out or staying in, eating the chocolate or not eating. It's a split second. <laughs> and when we can catch that awareness, normally it's after the action, we go, oh, look what I just did. So NLP helps to train you to do it before you take the action so that you take the, the right action and not the emotional action. Beautiful. I love that. Um, that's often, you know, when we react in emotion, we get that extra regret as well because it's yes. not the way we would really want to react. So thank you so much for sharing those techniques. They're amazing. Do you have a small case study of how NLP has helped you or someone uh, you have helped in the past before? Yeah, well, look, the reason that I ended up using it and teaching it is because it's helped me a huge amount through my own life. You know, I've had times when I was at home with my two kids and felt quite lonely and um, it kind of lost direction and I would snap myself out you know it's like okay well what can you do and I would use there's lots of questions sort of too many to go into now but where I would rhyme off those questions in my own head and come up with a way forward 
And when I hit 50 and was going through the menopause and I was talking to lots of other women emotionally, because your hormones are all over the place. And it's really challenging to be logical. (laughs) And I am an emotional person anyway. So I find it doubly difficult to be logical. Um, and so with my, my clients, um, it's funny you should ask, because I, I just on uh, LinkedIn yesterday put up a testimonial from a girl that I've been working with recently. And she's a single mom with two kids, um, working full time, uh, trying to follow her passion, wanting to get fit and healthy. Um, and she did my introductory six week program. And at the end of it, she said to me, I never believed that so much could change in this small space of six weeks. She said, when I signed up, I was like, ah, oh, well, we'll wait and see. She, <laughs> um, I don't want to go into her personal issues, um, but a lot of the things that she would, the issues that she was having, having gone through the divorce, the work, looking after the boys, all that. Um, she's a completely different, well, she's not a completely different person. She thinks like a completely different person. Mm. And, um, and, you know, she, she's funny. She calls me her guardian angel. <laughs> um, <laughs> because she just said that if she would have kept going um, in the old patterns, had I not taught her how to change her way of thinking. Oh. Um, so you can see her name's Lucy and you can see that um, testimonial on any of my social media things. Oh, it's yeah. so beautiful. I love stories of transformation. And mm. I think we all need that, you know, like part of being human is us, you know, kind of always finding ways to be hard on ourselves for some reason, or, you know, falling back into that perfectionism trap. And once we're in there, that's when the negative self-talk starts and it can just go horribly wrong from there. So amazing. I'm so glad for her and so glad that you were able to help her through that difficult time. So um, I always ask this, well, you're my first guest, but this is something that I will be asking all my guests. Uh, What is one way which you like to show and appreciate your body? I love to go and have a massage. Um, I find that I get quite hunched sitting at the computer Mm. or I get tense um, and, and driving. And so I tend to carry a lot of tension here and up into my neck. So I treat myself to a massage once a week, actually. Uh, only 40 minutes it's not a huge big palaver but I go to a local place and that's my time to just completely let go and relax and allow my body to be cared for um and and I love it I just the highlight of my week (laughs) (laughs) that's so beautiful and you just mentioned that you're taking on a new health regime this this year as well (laughs) yeah so my new year resolution um was to look after my body because I've done a lot of mind work over the years obviously and I've worked very hard uh long hours and whatever to grow my business to what it is um and I just felt really out of balance at the end of last year and it was the most successful financially and business-wise, but I felt that my physical um, form had 
taken a bit of a beating because of that. So mm. um, I used to drink quite a bit of coffee and I, but I liked lattes with sugar. <laughs> so I'd get these highs and I would in the morning just buy a muffin rather than eat a proper breakfast because it was quicker and easier and tasty. <laughs> um, and uh, at the beginning of the year, I just thought I don't want to continue with the, those same patterns. So what would make me feel better? And the way that I look at it is um, that, that by feeding my body, then I'm feeding my mind as well, because I know when I feel physically well, my mind is more alert. I feel lighter. I feel more energetic. I can, I can do more at work. So I just decided um, to, give, to quit coffee and alcohol and start doing some exercise. And when I told everybody, they were like, well, that's a lot all at once. <laughs> and I decided I wanted to get out and be on the water. Um, I'm actually overcoming a fear of deep water at the same time. But because I've got a life jacket on, I feel I can manage. Um, I'm, I'm okay because I think, well, I won't drown because I've got a life jacket on, <laughs> even though I'm not a great swimmer. And I just decided um, to start this. And I cannot tell you how wonderful it makes me feel. I get up early in the morning. I cycle down to the beach. I do this paddle with a group, cycle back home. I mean, the first couple of days I'm puffing to push the bike back up the hill and my legs were burning and whatever. But the adrenaline got going. It got me feeling energized. Um, and I felt so, I feel so good now. This is whatever date it is in January the 18th or something that, that I've done it since the first. Um, and I've completely, I, I don't now want to put all that sugar and crap in my body it's like now I look at it I look at coffee and it's like I see poison but actually that's a that's a, that's an NLP technique it's like to dislike so something you really really like you set a, an anchor to dislike it so I've done that with myself um, and I'm not craving coffee or anything I'm having a protein drink in the morning and the thing is the more of something that we have the more we want it so if you have a coffee every morning, you will start to crave it before you're even out of bed. Yeah. If you have an apple first thing every morning, you'll begin to crave that before you get out of bed. I love that. And, you know, I gave up coffee. When was it? Um, April 2018. Um, and the reason was coffee. I loved the taste of coffee. It was amazing, but I had to switch to decaf because coffee would just give me the shakes <laughs> and I get heart palpitations. And I actually, um, I was drinking decaf and eventually I felt the decaf was giving me the same effects because decaf still contains, you know, traces in, uh, of caffeine. Um, and I was still drinking green tea and all those kind of things. And that year for my birthday I just said it was a full moon and I just said I'm just I'm giving up caffeine uh, completely and I have never looked back I once ate a cake a slice of cake by accident that had some <laughs> coffee in it <laughs> and I had the jitters it was <laughs> so funny <laughs> and that's so important to to respond to your own body um, and to say that doesn't make me feel good, so I'm not going to have it. Or, you know, alcohol makes me fall asleep. I know some people it makes them more energized and upbeat, but it actually it makes me feel quite sluggish and, and very sluggish the following day. And I just and so 
um, I've not had any any wine either and I was having a glass of wine every night and I just thought oh I'm feeling rotten and I think as we get older it's even more important to look after your body and and I just haven't missed it um, you know I, I yeah I've just got the mindset around now that it's something unpleasant yeah yeah definitely well thank you so much Anne for sharing your knowledge and sharing your uh, you know your clients case studies and their transformation um I know you mentioned that you have a little gift for anyone who's tuning in who um and who wanted to know more from you yeah sure so I wrote an ebook um oh actually it's it's hard copy as well um if anybody wants to get a copy of it but the the online it's for free you can get you can download the ebook for free and it talks about nlp it talks about mindset and there are lots of questions that you can ask yourself um, to get started on a journey of change and to do some some self uh, reflection and digging and um because it's not easy anyone that decides to go on the journey of personal development i take my hat off to you because it is not easy it's much easier to just say well you know what I am the way I am and life is the way it is and that's just it that's that's the comfortable easy way but to actually hold up a mirror and say where am I doing well and where am I not and how can I improve that's the start of the most rewarding journey but it's challenging yes um, and as you said everybody needs somebody to help us through it you know a, a coach or a mentor or a best friend or somebody that's that, that really understands what you're trying to achieve and won't let you give up on yourself. Yes, yes, so important. So thank you, Anne, for sharing with us. Um, where can everyone find you if they were interested to know more about you and what you do? So my website is just annemcewen.com. So it's A-N-N-E-M-C-K-E-O-W-N. So annemcewen.com. And if you go on there, you'll see... Um, the book you can download you can see what programs I offer um, and I also give a, a 30 minute free clarity call for anyone that's thinking I know I need to change but I don't know what I need to do or how to get started then we can have that quick chat and and I'll point you in the right direction and uh, no obligation you know it's just to help you get on the right track beautiful well thank you so much for sharing and, um, and it's just been such a great um, experience having you here as my first guest. Uh, for those of you who are listening at home, um, go and download Anne's book. I'm sure you're going to find a lot of value in there. I'll put all the links in the show notes. So thank you so much, Anne, for, for joining me here today. Thank you. It's been a real pleasure. And I look forward to listening to all the future episodes. <laughs> Me too. Thank you, everyone, for joining in. Uh, as always, like and subscribe. Um, share this with your friends. And, you know, if the, this has been of value to you, um, reach out on Instagram. Tell me um, uh, if you want to hear of more guests. And also reach out to Anne on her, her profiles. I'll put those all in the show notes. Thank you, everyone, for joining. And I'll see you next time on the Beyond Overeating podcast. Thanks, everyone. Bye. Thank you so much for joining me today. And don't forget to share this with all your friends. You can do this by adding this to your Instagram story and tagging me at Wholesome Lifestyle Project or by simply telling them about it. If you could rate and review on whatever platform you are listening, 
This will go a long way in helping me get this podcast out there so that I can share my message and help as many women out there struggling with food issues as I can. Don't forget, you can follow me on Instagram at Wholesome Lifestyle Project or connect with me on LinkedIn. My name's Estelle Heath, and that's where you'll find me on LinkedIn. I'll talk to you soon. Bye.